Hello and welcome to the Say Yes Movement Podcast with Heather and John. Hey Heather, how's it going today? It's going good, John. I'm so happy to see you. We're a little bit earlier than normal, which is, you know, just changing things up a little bit, but it's because we both said yes to new opportunities. And so we needed to change the time today. So hopefully anyone that's just waking up is like, wait a minute, why are they live right now? Well, it's so that we can accommodate some new scheduling opportunities that have come our way. So I'm so happy to be here. John, what are we going to talk about today? It is, yeah. I know, there's so many things that are kind of going on in the news and, you know, people uh, are, are struggling with today. I think there's there's some topics that we can definitely go down today. So what do we want to talk yeah, about? Yeah, no, absolutely. Well, I don't know. Well, I've been listening. Have I been listening to the news? Actually, to tell you the truth, I don't know what's going on in the news. I don't know if there's anything out there that's really, really important because it hasn't reached my ears yet, right? So, mm. you know, I've shared this before and I'll share it again. Uh, when it comes to news, I really don't watch television. It's just not one of those things that I do just because I know what kind of mental impact it, it can have on you, right? Yes. And, you know, for the most part, and I actually talked about this at a workshop last week, you know, you never walk away from the news feeling good. You feel mm. stressed, anxious, paranoid. Like there's all these feelings that just elicit all these low energy states. So I stay away from the news. So typically what happens is when I talk to people, if there's something really important to tell the truth, I didn't know about the forest fires in Quebec for like four days. And wow. the only reason I found out was because I was doing the right to conquer cancer and they were sending out notifications just saying, hey, we're monitoring the weather. And if it doesn't get any better because of the forest fires, we'll have to readjust how we do the event. And that's how I found out about the forest fires in Quebec. I was wondering why so many people were making barbecue outside because you can smell that burning wood. I'm like, wait a minute, this isn't right. Um, so I don't watch the news, so I don't really know what's going on. And, you know, some people might think, well, you're not in the know, right? And that's true. But, you know, I'm in the know of what I need to be in the know about. And what I mean by that is I try to be in the know of things that I can control myself. Right. Mm -hmm. So there's things in the news I just can't control. I can't control inflation. I can't control raising, rising interest rates. So that I know about because somebody sent me a message say, hey, interest rates are going up by 2.5 uh, by a quarter point. OK, great. What can I do about it? Well, I have to adjust my life a little bit in terms of what that happens, because, you know, variable mortgages are, are different than a fixed one. So you make adjustments to what comes your way because that's what I'm in control of. Yeah. I think a lot of times if we get lost in what's out there in the news, it's, you know, I think about, and actually one of the topics I wanted to talk about today was just letting go of things. Mm. And well, letting go of the news has been one of those things that I've been doing for years. You know, I sit, if I sit in front of a television for more than four minutes or three minutes or whatever that is, five minutes max, right? Somebody in the house will say, well, I thought you didn't watch the news. I'm like, okay, great reminder. Time to keep moving on. So, you know, letting go of things that aren't serving you, right? Like there's yes. so many things that we hold on to things that aren't serving us, but maybe we feel like there's an obligation to others, right? Maybe there's an obligation to the, the social norms that are out there, you know, and I, I've, I've had full presentations where I said, you know, stop watching the news. Have people at the end like really upset saying how can you do that how can you like just be so oblivious to what's happening out there in the world and they're like but you know what about knowing about this i go this is how i get my news <laughs> right like they yeah. told me something that was happening in the market 
so it's big enough, people will talk about it and you'll get the information. And, yeah. you know, if there's an emergency situation, you'll hear about it. So I, I think it's a wonderful way to go. I, I, I like listening to an older radio station, one that's up at my cottage and it plays, mm. you know, the nineties and the, because it's in a smaller town, the news, like the radio news is, you know, a barbecue is happening. The church is having a bazaar. Um, there was a break and entry, you know, one break and entry, you know, you would never hear about that in, in Toronto news. Um, so it's, it's really um, refreshing and, mm. and hometown. And then of course, I also subscribe to those local neighborhood uh, Facebook mm. groups. And again, that's just this, you know, they they share pictures of the past uh, there's a real history buff that's on there. There's someone that has a drone and takes pictures of, and I know exactly where they are. So, you know, we, whatever we bring into our bodies and our minds is who we will become. And so those pictures make me happy. Those pictures make me excited to get back to the cottage and to be outdoors. And, you know, the news, you know, I want to know that there's a, an art show going on because I'll probably go to the art show. Mm. So I think that that's a really good methodology for living life to the fullest and filling it with joy and happiness. And, you know, there is a lot of things on the news that are not positive. And uh, yeah, like if, if it's not something that we can pos po personally impact right away to fix, then I want to spend my energy other places. But I, I love this concept of letting go because when we are holding on to either the past or, and I just talked about the past and, and the radio station I listened to, but holding on and not letting anything else in, what does that do for our possibilities? Mm. And so many people are holding on to a job that, you know, has security in it. By the way, no job has security. Um, they are holding on to a relationship that isn't serving them anymore because of different stories like, oh, the kids. They're holding on to not living their biggest, most powerful life because of that means that they have to change their identity. They have to change their belief system. They have to let go of something. And this is one of the hardest things me and you both coach other people do that us as humans, it's hard to do, <laughs> but it's kind of that time in, in the year where we should do a reflection on it. Is there, are we limiting ourselves from possibilities for the next six months because we're holding on to something that happened in the first six months of the year. We can just do a simple activity like that. Yeah, no. And you know, <clears throat> You know, we, we talk about the big things, but there's also letting go of certain beliefs that we're holding on to, right? And, yes. you know, you and I, we both shed the belief that there's, you know, there's, you know, one of the beliefs or it used to be, or at least I used to have one of the beliefs was I don't have time to exercise. Mm. Okay, Right. Like, it's just like, I don't have time to exercise. I got work. I got this. I got this. Like, there's just so many things going on. How can I possibly squeeze it in? Well, maybe when I'm not. You know, if I stop watching Netflix for half an hour, I can go do a workout. So exactly. Right. So, you know, letting go of beliefs that aren't serving you either. Right. Like I can't. Yes. You, know, you know, you talked about relationships. Right. And people holding on to relationships that they don't want to let go of. Right. You know, and what I found in my life, you know, and, and it's it's, you know, there's a moment where you have to kind of break off from people that are no longer serving you, too. Right. Mm -hmm. Family is a different story because you just have to manage it if you're going to see them, you know, on a regular basis. But, you know, other people, 
sometimes there's relationships you just need to let go of, right? Like those relationships that, you know, I used to have some friends that I used to meet up with and we were high school friends and we would connect on a fairly regular basis. And then we reached the point where every time I walked away from one of our gatherings, I just felt bad for some reason. And I'm like, well, wait a minute. Is this right for me? Like, should I continue to do this? Like if I walk mm. away feeling bad every time we get together? So I made a decision that I was no longer going to do that. Right? And it's okay because I ended up finding new friends that I really enjoy being with. And then I feel great walking away from with those conversations and those engagements. Right? So, you know, sometimes we just have to reassess everything. And you're right. You know, we're at that point in the year where it's it's a good time to, to assess what's good and maybe what's not working out and what needs to change. Right. So, well, and, even- and it can be in your habits. It can be mm-hmm. in your thoughts. It, you know, maybe you've been, you know, waking up and, and feeling not at your, at your top, top best. And just, you know, is there one habit that you can change or let go of that will change the way that you receive the world and receive possibilities and, you know, this is why I love travel. Travel for me mm-hmm. is kind of a, a reset button. I take myself out of all of my normal activities, experiences, you know, what time I go to bed, what time I wake up, what food I eat. And I fuse everything new, you know, everything new from the food that I eat, the places that I go in the, in the, and what happens is when I'm infusing all this new, I come back. And I can see even at my own house with new eyes, you know, when you, when you are, you know, right now my house is a little bit messy if you look behind me, but when you're in it, you don't see it. Sometimes Mm. you don't see it because you just ignore it. But when you've left for a few days and then you come back, you're like, Oh, wait a minute. Oh, that's not in its right place. I need to change that. Well, do the same thing with your life, you know, step Mm. out, zoom out of your own life, look at it. Like, what is it that I'm doing on a daily basis that isn't serving me in the best way possible? And, you know, I often hear people, oh, it's too hot. It's too cold. I can't exercise, you know, all of these excuses. And, you know, here we are this morning, John, you know, we, we, we wanted to make space for this new opportunity that's come our way. And we both said, well, one of the options is to not go live this is mm. this is a volunteer position, if you would, would. And I loved your reaction when I said that to you. You're like, absolutely not. That is a habit that we have formed. We're not changing it. Well, I mean, we're changing it. We'll change the time, but we're not changing the habit because this is established. And of course, we also want to honor our listeners. And I just yeah. loved that um, aggressive no that you gave me in a say yes podcast, <laughs> but it was an aggressive, absolutely not because we had said yes to doing this. And so mm. we'll find a new way to do things. And we have been quite creative in our locations, our way of, you know, uh, recording. And this is because we made a commitment to ourselves, to each other and to our listeners. And so I, I think that's the other piece is, you know, are we, being really aggressive with what we say no to in order to make room for what we can say yes to. And that clarity doesn't always come, especially for people pleasers that just want to, you know, say yes to a lot of people. And this is where burnout happens. So I just love, 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 John, the aggressive no that I got from you for this one. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) It's funny. 
we, we 100%, we could have pre-recorded these. We could have done something different, but we wanted to go live. We know the power live. I want to share a quick stat. We have officially just uh, hit over a thousand downloads of our podcast. So thank you for all of you that are continuing to sort of support us there. Um, the reach, now we're like, you know, when I look at the numbers, we're in like six or seven different countries, right? So Canada, mm. US being the biggest ones, but the reach is happening. And, you know, it's, it's because we've committed, you know, one of the things that I keep hearing from people, it's interesting because people, uh, I'll talk about the show and they're like, yeah, I know I've been following along. And, uh, you know, the one thing I love that you guys do is that you're consistent, right? You're, you're live every Monday, Wednesday, Friday, and you're, you know, except for the one week that where we had to ship things around a little bit, but we are committed to being here every Monday, Wednesday, Friday, no matter what. Now think about your life. And if you were doing that in certain points or segments of your life, you know, what's the one thing that is a non-negotiable for you? And listen, I worked out this morning. I worked out a little bit earlier. I got on the bike at 630 because I wanted to make sure I got my workout in before I got into the show because we were starting earlier. But that's just a non-negotiable, right? So you think about like, what are your non-negotiables? What are the things that you are committed to doing every single day? I know you're committed to your push-ups, Heather, so that's awesome. I know you're going to give us an update on that soon. Oh, my God, um, John. Why do you have to call me out on the stuff that I'm not consistent for? <laughs> I actually have not been consistent. I have to just call it out, call myself on an audible. Like, like I, ha- I stopped. And, and you know why? You know why I stopped? Because I did not honor the accountability of the people mm. that were surrounding me. And we finished our sessions together and it hadn't been a habit that got created. It was a must do. It hadn't been a non-negotiable and it hadn't been, it was more like a goal. And I, I stopped doing them. So that that's another great life lesson. It's so simple. It takes me two minutes. Like I, why can't I do it? Because I didn't make it a non-negotiable. I didn't make that commitment to myself. I didn't put it into my schedule and it just fell off. That's how yeah. simple it is. The, the, even the simplest things and, and it happens to all of us. So it's the formula for success is, are you, are you fully committed to this activity? Who's going to hold you accountable? Are they checking in with you and are you checking in with them and giving them updates? Because if you're just, you know, John, you're just, you just assumed that I was doing my pushups and I had to come clean. But imagine if the actual process was, you know, every Monday I, I sent you a text message. That's a different accountability than you know, Mm. I'm doing them or not doing them. So, you know, think about the mechanisms for accountability and who can be your accountability partner in things that are really important to you. And if you're not doing them, then reassess, are they really important to you? You know, I did those push-ups and I was able to serve in Ireland because of those push-ups. If I wouldn't have done those push-ups, I wouldn't have been able to get up on that surfboard. So it actually served me and then I I still didn't do it. So even when things are (laughs) good for us, we still don't do them sometimes. And that's, that's what our human brain does to us. It wants to keep us safe and comfortable. And it just says, oh, you don't have time for that. And that is not true. So yes, John, I have not moved my number of push-ups past 13. And probably if I tried to do them right now, I'd probably be back to 10 or who knows. But so I'm not doing it right I'm, now, but I'll, I, I'll give you a number for, for our next podcast. <laughs> but it, it, it's quite the leap from when you started. Right. Because yeah. I think you were at one and a half. <laughs> so oh, yeah. Climbing up to 13 is pretty cool. 
And, uh, you know, I too, like I'm, you know, one of the things after doing the Ironman is like, okay, so what's next, right? Morning, Roger. Ooh, so happy to have you here, my friend. Um, you know, I, I think about, you know, what's next, right? Like once you do something big, right? Like you got to the point where your pushups got you to the point where you can get up on the surfboard. And actually, mm-hmm. I, I, from what I remember, you're getting up on the surfboard pretty powerfully and you're able to like, you know, land and, and do everything that you needed to do. But then what, right? So once you reach that milestone, then what? You know, and that's the one thing I keep thinking about. Like, okay, so am I going to do another Ironman? Am I going to do, like, I'm trying to plan my, so I don't lose the momentum, right? And one yes. of the things I learned from my good friend Pat was just to, like, think through the goal. What's the next goal, right? Mm-hmm. It's that continuous growth, right? Once you hit a milestone, if you, you know, if you win the championship of public speaking, you know, what's that next thing for you, Right. And Roger, you're doing some beautiful work out there. And I love how you're serving the community with the work that you're doing. Um, And I know you're working through the goal, right? Like, and we got to think about how are we working through our goal, right? Once you reach a milestone, like what's next, right? And that means- I want to talk about, since Roger, since you're on with us and I I wish we could just bring you on live, that would be (laughs) fantastic. But here's the magic is- and, and I'm going to fill in some blanks and Roger, you can send me a text message after to say I'm wrong, but I, I think this story is probably right, is at some point in Roger's speaking career, he's amazing, amazing, amazing. It flipped from being about his, his skills to being of service to the whole world. And I say the whole world because that's how big of of the reach that he has he, he does all kinds of community work and teaching others how to be speakers but that switch that switch of this is doing it for me and now i'm doing it so i can be of service to others changes the game completely mm. for why we do things and so when we can get to that level where it's not about us anymore and it really is about being of service of teaching others and having them get out of their comfort zone that is when the magic happens. And yeah, yeah Roger saying, yes, I'm getting thumbs up. So that is fantastic. But that is a perfect example of, you know, sometimes when we're doing it for ourselves, we, our own automatic negative thoughts, those ants crawl into our head, they get in there and they mess around and they tell us things like, you don't have time. That's not important. You can do that later. And really what you need to do is say, is this important to me? If it is, then the answer has to be yes. Mm. Yeah, well, I think back to, you know, something I learned from an axiogenics webinar, and it was in and around the values, right? And I know you can speak to this a lot better than I can. But if you know, the reason you don't do something is because you don't value it enough. Mm -hmm. It doesn't have enough attached value to it, right? So the thing is, when you have the goal that has lots of value, because you know what the goal is, right? Like, the goal, it's, you know, this is the goal, but what you don't realize, or at least what I realized as I was, as I was training for this event, I was actually creating new habits and developing a new way of being, right? Yes. Wrong, I'm not getting up at 5.30 and doing my workouts anymore. I'm getting up at seven instead, which is nice because I get a little bit of a break, but I've created a habit where I just don't feel right. And I know you've experienced this too, Heather. I don't feel right if I don't do my workouts first thing in the morning. Right. Like, I just don't feel myself. I just don't feel normal. Right. So, you know, so going back to the theme for today, you know, what do you need to let go of? And maybe it's something physical. Maybe it's a relationship. Maybe 
It is a belief or a way of being. But what's that one thing you need to, you know, what's that one thing that you need to let go of today to get yourself mm. to where you need to be in the future? And I always think about our future self, right? And how will your future self thank you, you know, by letting go of something today? Like we're mid-year at this point. So, you know, wherever you are in your goal journey for 2023, there's still ample time to get yourself to where you want to be. And when you do this, you will make room for a new possibility. Guaranteed. That's how manifestation works. That's how the universe gives you gifts. So be open to the possibilities that you're now creating in your life. I think that's going to be a beautiful thing. And send us a message. You know, we can be your accountability partners. We love getting direct messages, hearing what you guys are letting go of, what you're saying yes to. It is absolutely fantastic. All right. Just one little thing Roger just said, when you change your perspective, your ideology from what it what's in it for me into what's in it for them. There was a complete change in how you present yourself service over self. I love it. Love yes. it, love it. This is why I still attend your, your, your webinars and stuff, Roger, because there's always more to learn. So always, <laughs> and you know, and we learn from each other, right? And this is what I love about this community. This is what I love about LinkedIn and all the social platforms that we're on. There's just so much opportunity to learn from each other. Just got to be open to it, right? So let go of the things that aren't serving you. Let go of the news. All right, I'll just drop that over there real quick. And learn, you know, pick up things that are serving you in a more powerful way. So, all right. So that concludes this episode. We are going to be 8 a.m. for the next few episodes. I'm just, uh, just letting everybody know out there uh, a little shift in schedule. Um, but thank you for joining in today. And thank you for being a part of this show. And just remember, when you shift your mindset, you shift your life. Wishing you all a great one. See you all on Friday. Take care, everybody.